Welcome back everyone. Home Depot stock has not been spared in the recent market sell-off, with the share price falling by 9% during just the past month. Year-to-date, the stock is down nearly 13%, as the July and August price rally quickly faded here since September. But just because the share price has dipped, doesn't necessarily mean the stock is attractively valued, nor does it imply that Home Depot is a good business to invest in. So let's take a closer look at the company, to see if we can gauge whether it's a high-quality business, and if the current valuation makes sense. What I like to do when looking at a new investment idea, or even when I'm reviewing a position that I already own, is to run through my company analyzer tool. Let me show you how this works as we review Home Depot. I'll start with the answer, and then we'll get down to the nitty-gritty details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My simple scoring system tells me that Home Depot is a quality business with a 78% quality score, which is good. The stock appears to be about 13% undervalued. And mind you, when I ran this analysis, the share price was $283. And today it's about $8 cheaper, trading for $275, giving us a slightly bigger discount. And they also get a pretty high dividend score of 84%. Let me explain how these scores and the valuation work. The quality score of 78% is a combination of four financial metrics I evaluate to tell me if a company is of high quality. The first metric is the return on capital employed. That tells me how profitable and efficient a company is with its capital. Remember, when you buy an individual stock, you're buying a share of a business, so you want to make sure that business is profitable, and that it makes smart decisions with their money, which after you invest is essentially your money. When looking at the return on capital employed, I want to ideally see a high and consistent rate of return, generally above 20%, but the higher the better. Home Depot receives a 92% score for the return on capital employed, primarily because their returns have generally hovered around 40-50%. to Since 2018, the return has trended a bit lower, which is unfavorable, and for that, the score gets knocked down a few percentage points. But overall, the past 10 years look very healthy to me. The next metric is the total revenue, and here I look for growth and consistency. Home Depot gets a quality score of 80% for their 10-year revenue history. For the most part, Home Depot's revenue looks great, steady and consistent growth year over year. The only exception is the most recent trailing 12-month revenue of $154 billion, That is about 3 billion lower than 2022 revenue. The company also gets a small ding for the low revenue growth between 2018 and 2019. My scoring formula here is a little strict, but a score of 80% is still very good. The next metric I look at is the gross margin, and I want to see a high, healthy, and consistent trend here. Home Depot receives a score of 62, which is average. Their gross margin has been pretty steady during the last decade, sitting slightly above 30%. It has gradually trended lower. And my personal preference is to find businesses with gross margins closer to 50-60%. to And the last metric that goes into the overall quality score is the free cash flow conversion ratio that tells us how efficiently Home Depot turns their profits into free cash flow. They receive a score of 76%, which is good. My scoring rules here are a little more loose. I'm mainly looking for a high ratio and consistency. Companies are not penalized too much for an off year here or there. 
We can see that Home Depot has been pretty good at converting profits into free cash flow, with most years seeing a conversion rate of 50% or more, barring a few outliers. Combining all four individual scores, we get an overall quality score of 78% for Home Depot. That is pretty good in my book. If you think about it, these four financial metrics all flow into each other, in what can be labeled as a money flow cycle for a business. You start with revenue, which any business needs to be financially solvent, and ideally profitable. You also need that revenue stream to grow over time, to outpace inflation, and to fund future growth initiatives. Revenue flows into the gross margin, or specifically, how much of your revenue are you able to retain. A high gross margin gives management flexibility to allocate that capital to more lucrative areas of the business, and it also gives them a cushion during bad years. After the gross margin, we can look at the free cash flow conversion ratio that tells us how much of the gross profits are turned into free cash flow that can be invested back into the business. Finally, the return on capital employed tells us how efficient the company is at investing the free cash flow they are able to generate. And then the loop starts again, as capital employed will ideally generate new revenue for the company. Let's move on to the dividend review, and we already saw that Home Depot had a pretty high score of 84% in this category. Dividend growth during the last 10 years has been very strong, but trending lower during the last few years. This is somewhat expected, as sustaining 20% dividend growth rates is not an easy feat to achieve. In my book, double-digit dividend growth is enough to get me excited, and Home Depot fits the bill here, with the 3, 5, and 10-year dividend growth rates all sitting above 10%. For that, they get a 97% score for their dividend history and growth. Their payout ratio score is 72%, mainly because the payout ratio has been creeping up during the past decade, from about 40% in 2013 to about 50% today. Combining these two scores, we get an overall dividend score of 84%. So far, so good. So let's take a closer look at the current valuation. I like to value dividend stocks using two methods, the PE multiple and dividend yield theory. Sometimes one applies better than the other, and sometimes they are both pretty similar. Keep in mind that the price I used here is a few days old, with the current price being a few dollars lower, so the valuation today is even more favorable. During the last 5 years, Home Depot has traded for about 20 times their earnings. Today it is trading for about 17.5 times earnings implying that the stock is attractively valued. Using the 5-year average P.E. ratio and the most current earnings, we get a fair price for the stock of about $318. Imputing a 15% discount to get us an attractive price, the stock would need to trade for about $270, which is not too far away from where the stock trades today. Looking at dividend yield theory, we get a similar valuation. Home Depot has a trailing 5-year average dividend yield of 2.45%. Its current yield is close to 3% but in my report, it was 2.88%, suggesting that based on dividend yield theory, the stock is undervalued. Using the five-year trailing dividend yield and the current dividend rate, we can figure out a fair price for Home Depot of about $334. Again, imputing a 15% discount to get us an attractive price, the stock should trade for about $283, which is higher than the current share price. At the time I ran my report, the actual price was $283, which was spot on with the attractive valuation using dividend yield theory. So there you have it, a quick and simple look at Home Depot that appears to be a high-quality business with a good dividend history and a favorable valuation today. Please keep in mind that this is just an initial review of Home Depot, and you should definitely review more information before making any investment decision. If you're a Patreon member, I recently shared about 50 of these stock reviews there, and you also have access to the free tool that can be used to create this company analysis for any stock. It does require a bit of elbow grease to collect that information if you want to do it for free. 
A PDF copy of the Home Depot review is attached in the description below, if any of you want to review it more closely. I hope you enjoyed this analysis. If you did, I would appreciate if you gave this podcast a 5-star rating. Thank you for listening, and see you next time.